Blog Talk Radio. For listening to Eastern Airlines Radio. My name is Neil Holland, the producer of the show. And we have a great show for you tonight. But first, we have breaking news on the seventh day of the new year, January 2019. Chuck? Which company puts more airliners in the air? During 2018, Boeing and Airbus faced a difficult backdrop for winning new commercial aircraft orders due to trade tensions, slowing growth in China, and long orders backlogged. Nevertheless, it looked like the past year was another solid one for both aircraft manufacturers. However, one thing appeared to have changed in 2018. Between 2013 and 2017, Airbus captured more aircraft orders than its American rival in each and every year. By contrast, Based on the data currently available, final orders totaled will be published in a week or two. Boeing appears to have snapped the Airbus five-year winning streak. As the end of November, Boeing had booked 690 net firm orders in 2018. This gives it a big lead over Airbus, which had captured 380 net firm orders. The hunt for the black box goes on, according to Cindy Silviana and Fanny Potkin. Jakarta. Lion Air has ended its search for the cockpit voice recorder, CVR, from its Boeing 737 MAX jet that crashed into the Java Sea in October. But Indonesian investigators said they plan to launch their own probe as soon as possible. The crash, the world's first of a Boeing 737 MAX jet, and the deadliest of 2018 killed all 189 people on board. Contact with flight JT-610 was lost 13 minutes after it took off on October 29th from the capital, Jakarta, heading north to the tin mining town of Pankal Pinan. The main wreckage and the CVR, one of two so-called black boxes, were not recovered in an initial search. Lion Air said in December it was funding a $2.64 million search using the offshore supply ship MPV Everest. The search using the ship ended on Saturday. Da Nang Mandala, the spokesman for Lion Air Group, told Reuters. A spokesman for the National Transportation Safety Commission, KNKT, however said on Thursday the agency would start its own search for the black box as soon as feasible. The CVR is likely to hold vital clues that could give investigators insight into the actions of the pilots. The clock is ticking in the hunt for acoustic pings from the L3 Technologies, Inc. CVR fitted to the jet. It has a 90-day beacon, the manufacturer's online brochure shows. The family of the Indonesian co-pilot of the flight filed a wrongful death lawsuit on Friday against Boeing in Chicago adding to litigation piling up against the plane maker. The lawsuit alleges that Lion Air operated Boeing 737 MAX jet was unreasonably dangerous because it was its sensors provided inconsistent information to both the pilots and the aircraft. At least two other lawsuits have filed against Boeing in Chicago by relatives of victims. 
How safe was it to fly in 2018? Well, according to this article by David Shepardson, Washington Reuters, the fatality rate on passenger aircraft worldwide jumped in 2018 after airlines recorded zero accident deaths on passenger jets in the prior year, according to a Dutch consulting firm and an aviation safety group. Dutch aviation consulting firm TO70 and the Aviation Safety Network both reported on Tuesday there were more than 500 deaths stemming from passenger airline crashes in 2018, but emphasized that fatal crashes do remain rare. 2270 estimated that the fatal accident rate for large commercial passenger flights at 0.36 per million flights or one fatal accident for every 3 million flights. That is up from 2017's 0.6 per million flight rate and above the most recent five-year average of 0.24 per million flights. There were 13 deaths in 2017 and two fatal crashes worldwide, but both were on the regional. Over the last two decades, aviation deaths around the world have been falling. As recently as 2005, there were 1,015 deaths above commercial passenger flights worldwide, the aviation safety net said. Despite the increase, 2018 was still the third safest year ever in terms of the number of fatal accidents and the ninth safest measured by deaths, the Aviation Safety Network said. Quote, if the accident rate had remained the same as 10 years ago, there would have been 39 fatal accident flights here in quote. Aviation Safety Network Chief Executive Haro Rantor said in a statement, quote, this shows the enormous progress in terms of safety in the past two decades. On October 29th, the Lion Air operated Boeing 737 MAX 8 crashed into the Java Sea after takeoff in Jakarta, killing 189 people. In May, a Cubana flight of a Boeing 737-201 crashed just outside Havana Airport, killing 112 people. In March, 51 of 71 on board died after a U.S. Bangalore Airlines plane crashed on landing at Nepal's International Airport. In February, a plane operated by Servatov Airlines crashed in Russia after taking off from, excuse me if I don't say it right, Stefan or Vakayi or something like that, killing all 71 people on board while the same month an Asamine Airlines flight crashed in the mountain in Iran, killing 66 people on board. The United States suffered its first accident death involving the U.S. Airlines since 2009 in April. This was when a fan blade on the Southwest Airlines Boeing 737 jet engine broke apart in flight, shattered a window, and nearly sucked a woman out of the plane. Jay? They call them Herb Stories, Wacky Encounters with Zany Herb Kelleher, the co-founder of Southwest Airlines, who died Thursday at age 87. Along with co-founder Roland King, Kelleher launched Southwest in 1971, which serves from Dallas Love Field to Houston and San Antonio. Southwest currently serves 99 cities in the USA and abroad with 742 aircraft. It is the country's largest carrier by domestic passengers and earns strong marks for customer service. Continuing Kelleher's Maverick Waves, Southwest is known today as the only carrier to offer two free check bags and no reservation change fees, and it does not assign seats. And while other airlines are carving up their planes into sections where the more you pay, the more you get, Southwest maintains an egalitarian approach. Current CEO Gary Kelly likes to say there is no second class on Southwest. One other item about Herb Kelleher, he was born and raised in the great state of New Jersey and in the year 2000 was inducted into the Garden State's Aviation Hall of Fame. The EAL radio show salutes Herb Kelleher, March 12, 1931 to January 3, 2019.
Hello, Eastern family, and Happy New Year. We have uh, a very special song that will start our new year and usually play it uh, right about midnight, December 31st, when the old goes out and the new comes in. So enjoy this song by John McDermott, an Irish tenor. Eastern family, 
but to listeners from many different countries around the world. And that's what we're trying to do each and every week on the Eastern Radio Show. Want to join us by adding your voice to the broadcast? Our thanks also to those who choose to listen by computer using a radio icon on their home page at www.ealradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in at the site of our provider, Blog Talk Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Should you wish to talk during our live broadcast, feel free to call in on our number, 213-816-1611 at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Let me repeat that number so you can write it down for your Monday night visits. 213-816-1611. By the way, tell your friends about us. Don't forget you can listen to any of our 397 Monday night broadcasts and 75 plus Thursday night broadcasts by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Scrolling down through the archives of the, of the broadcast, each ep- episode is briefly described. Over 400 episodes now. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk live to with our host, we ask you to please mute your phone as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background noises. Neil, would you call the roll to our host so that we may check in individually for our first show on the 9th year of 2019. Good evening, host. 2018 gone, 2019 here for the new year. But before we kick off our 2018 year behind us, we kick it off, we kick off uh, 2018 behind us, our program highlights the great shows we broadcast during the past year. I think you'll enjoy uh, the uh, various topics that uh, we went through last year. I certainly enjoyed putting them together. Um, let's see who we have with us tonight that will be joining us as a host. Uh, first of all, you just heard Chuck Albright. Chuck's down the middle of the state around the villages. Chuck, what's happening there? Well, we've had great weather, a little cool. I guess uh, the snowbirds have been bringing it in ever since uh, the cool weather started up north. We're still having great golf and good weather. And uh, I personally have had a, a, a new awakening here. We have, I have a new neighbor, and uh, she will be on the program here pretty soon. She's about five miles away, and that would be Dorothy and Don. Back to you. Great. Thanks a lot. Yes, they will be with us. They've made a move from Boynton Beach to your area. I think they'll really enjoy it, especially Don being a golfer. I uh, hope yeah. you see him out on the course or play uh, around the golf or two with Don Gagnon. Be happy to get them back on the show again. Let's see. Shay Oakley, I think I see your area code up in New Jersey. How are things there? Very good. Calling in, thank you, Neil, calling in from Freehold, New Jersey, in the center part of the state. And uh, big news here is that the Eastern Airlines Silverliners chapter is getting ready to reorganize in New Jersey. They were gone for a while, but they're coming back. And they've uh, agreed to allow me to become kind of an honorary member, since uh, these were the gals that probably pinned some Eastern wings on me at some point. So that's that's the news from uh, the Garden State tonight. Honorary. That sounds like work to me, Shay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Norma Jean, West Coast of Florida. How are you, Norma Jean? I'm great. Uh, we have uh, wonderful weather here. It was 46 this morning, but it got to 70, 71 by uh, 12 or 1 o'clock. And uh, it, back to shirt sleeve weather again. Okay. All right. Well, let's go back up to sweater sweater weather hey that's two words that's hard to say together mike mike scott also known as uh mike smith 
<laughs> Mike, how out here in Smithtown, Smithtown, Long Island, about the halfway out on Long Island. It's about 30 degrees tonight and uh, partially overcast. And expecting a little rain in the morning. Other than that, it's uh, it's been weather's been fair for being a winter time. Yeah, but we may get a little bit of snow tomorrow, but it's going to probably turn into rain. Oh, oh, golly. Well, Thank let's you. travel on down to the capital of Georgia, Jim Holder in Atlanta. How are you, Jim? Well, actually, I'm in Conyers. Uh, five inches of rain has come and gone. Uh, got my camper out at Deer Camp, so I will never be talking to you from the eastern Pilot Sun Club until maybe next October. And uh, we had temperatures in the high 60s today, but it's supposed to turn off chilly in a couple of days. Well, you're better half sitting right next to you, Carrie Holder. How are you, Carrie? Hey, I'm about 50 feet away, and we finally dried out from all the rain. Had a beautiful day today, and it's just sheer bliss in Conyers, Georgia. Okay, very good. Did I miss someone? Jerry. Jerry Frost. Jerry Frost, yeah, I was uh, Jerry. Good to have you with us, Jerry. Is he keeps uh, he and Jim keep uh, the Reaper guys together and do a tremendous job. Jerry, how are you? And thanks for being with us tonight. Well, thank you, Neil, and uh, glad to be here. Yep, uh, I'm out here in uh, west of Atlanta in Douglasville, Georgia, uh, down I-20 from the Holders. They're over on the uh, east side, and I'm in charge over here on the west side. But, uh, yeah, glad to be a part of the show tonight, uh, Neil. It's uh, great here in Atlanta today, clear skies, and I believe it was about 65 degrees. But, as Jim said, I think we're going to be in for some uh, cooler weather. And I uh, want to mention anybody in the Atlanta area tomorrow, we're holding our uh, REPA pilots uh, luncheon uh, over here in College Park, just south of the uh, airport, Uh Guys start checking in about 11 in the morning, and uh, we like to tell jokes and just get together. But we're at Piccadilly's uh, Cafeteria on Godby Road, College Park. Okay, very good. All right, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Chuck. Well, now, Mr. Producer, I see we're number one for takeoff, so let's get flight episode 397 in the air. Tower Blur is 650, we'll tip off. 50, 27 left, little land, 230 at Chuck, would you start our program tonight? I sure will. Uh, we're going to go back on some of our episodes. Um, actually, the EAL radio show episode uh, 348. Our first broadcast of 2018 was about the last voyage of airliners. Then where do they go? Well, we took a look at the imaginary flight, final flight of Eastern L-1011 to a New Mexico boneyard. The crew of the Eastern Flight, N339EA, took its last flight, Flight West, from Miami International Airport to New Mexico Boneyard. Then on episode 349, it was about regulations. You can't live with them. You can't live without them. Since the Wright brothers' first flight, it became apparent that aviation would need some form of regulation or control. From... Don't wear spurs to no use of smartphones during takeoff and landings. Now, in episode 350, Eastern 350 is in New York City. Say, uh, your speed. Well, since Wright Brothers' first flight, speed records have been set, and in the early prop days, airline pilots have set quite a few records. The official record keeper for United States Aviation is the National Aeronautics Association. On episode 351, in this episode, we met some of the people who made Eastern great. Eastern history is rich 
and people's greatness, and we talk about a few of them on episode 351. Now on uh, episode 352, this should be titled Indiana Jones and the Lost Plaques. As Dorothy found our missing eastern plaques and donated them back to the eastern family to be placed for all to see. Great work, Indiana Dorothy. Uh, thank you, Chuck. On uh, Eastern Radio Show episode 353, we went from the simple Wright Flyer engine. We reviewed aircraft engines throughout the years, from the Pike Brothers' first engine to the most powerful engines on commercial aircraft today. From eight horsepower to over 100,000 of jet engine thrust. Neil, our producer, says that the principle has always been the same suck, squeeze, bang, and blow. And number 354, we considered the top 10 greatest in aviation. If you listened in, you may have heard some of your choices. Of course, many of us thought Captain Eddie should be on such a list. Episode 355, quote, honey, look what I brought home from my layover, end quote. We had fun in hearing what interesting stuff crew members bring home when they go on a trip. One even said a new husband. Radio 356, the history of air navigation from railroads to country roads and highways, water towers, spoke pots to space age navigation systems was a topic during this broadcast. Some of the navigation tools like the E6B was remembered by the older pilots, and I guess I'm an older pilot because I sure remembered it. And I bet they couldn't use one today if their life depended on it. And I know I would have to do something else. They would work for me either. Radio <laughs> show three five seven. We went from the Eastern Air Shuttle to the Trump Shuttle. The real story about the airline within airline within an airline and its sale to the Trump group. Perhaps you were part of this story. Carrie Sue. EAL radio show episode three five eight. Well Jim, it was about time you guys and gals in the cockpit got it together. Of course, I'm talking about CRM, order in the cockpit. From talking to oneself in the cockpit to crew resource management or CRM. From mail planes to double-deck airliners, reducing errors has brought accident levels down and aviation the safest mode of travel. Our guest hosts were experts and experienced in this very essential key topic relating the importance of CRM. Episode 360. It's all about the black box, which is really bright orange. Episode 360 was about the history of this piece of equipment required to be on all transport category aircraft. By the way, we think the CVR, Cockpit Voice Recorder, has still not been found in the Lion Air crash last year. There are two black boxes, of course, the Flight Data Recorder and the Cockpit Voice Recorder. Episode 361. The topic for our EAL radio show episode 361 on Monday, April 16th, was about the Airliners International Collectibles and Convention Show. Our guest host was the co-chairman of the event, Mr. Stephen McClinic, and our co-host, Shay Oakley. Great show, Shay. EAL radio show episode 362, we brought back by popular demand, Brat 2, the title of our second broadcast with Eastern children and grandchildren taking part in the show. Kids say the darndest things, and this show was no exception, even when they were all adults. to another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. EAL Radio Show, Episode 363. What's that coming at us? Quickly, the captain turned the control column in a steep bank to avoid a collision. We recalled how two eastern pilots had a close encounter of a different kind. Unidentified flying objects. UFOs were the topic of this show. Yes, Mike here. This is uh, Eastern Radio Show, episode 364. Those glamorous days of flying. Recall uh, with us the episodes we fly back into the 40s and 50s and remember what it was like. How does it compare to today's flying world? The men dressed 
In suits and fedora hats, women wore their Sunday's best and even white gloves. In kids in shirts and ties, would never see flip-flops or sleeveless T-shirts in the propeller days. Episode uh, number 365, there was a quote, Captain, if we should have to ditch, we would receive plenty of warning because our co-pilot becomes hysterical. He'd be running up and down the aisles yelling, we're going to crash, we're going to crash, or something of that nature, said Bob Newhart. We put together a new fun-filled episode of Flight 365 uh, when 365 took to the air. In 2018, a Silver Lioness convention, hey, Eastern Radio Show listeners, did you know that we do mobile shows? That's right. The radio crew went to the 2018 Silver Lioness convention on uh, Wyndham Grand at Harborside Hotel in Jupiter, Florida. This live episode was broadcast as episode 366, and what a convention it was. Episode 367, Eastern Airlines radio shows tribute to men and women giving their lives so that America could have freedom for themselves and their families. God bless America and its heroes. It was our way of saying thanks to the men and women that protect us. Episode 368 radio show, it was un. Knowable then, but such a, uh, but such progress uh, that would make define the 20th century on both sides of the Atlantic came down to the Battle of a Slice of Beach, only six miles long and two miles wide. President Barack Obama said, "Join us as we pray the tribute to the soldiers engaged in the largest single battle in American history, D-Day." Episode 369. <laughs> The customer says, how long does it take to fly to Los Angeles? The agent says, about four hours. Customer, is it any faster if I fly in economy class? If you ever worked in reservations, you've heard even funnier questions and probably taken a verbal beating a time or two. We had to go at the funny side, a go at the funny side and the technical side of this fascinating business known as reservations or simply called res. Well, episode 370, where all are all the toolboxes? Where have all the toolboxes gone? Our show focused on airline maintenance and the early history of Eastern maintenance and the men and women who kept the planes in the air. Did you know the very first employee with Eastern Airlines was a mechanic? That would be Johnny Ray, of course. Episode 371 was about the Boeing 727 continued to deviate further below the glide slope. And at 1605, when the aircraft was at 150 feet, the captain said, runway in sight. Less than a second later, the first officer said, I got it. The captain said, got the story of Eastern Flight 66 was the topic as a tribute to the victims of this weather-related crash in New York. And then we heard this. The radio show was proud to present its annual 4th of July celebration of our country's 200. 42nd anniversary. We lit up the sky, as you just heard, with a star-spangled celebration. Fireworks and all. Let's take a plane, laugh at snowstorms and rain to Miami, where life is so gay. You fly from Episode 373, From Frost to Flowers in Just Eight Hours, song identified Eastern's new fleet of aircraft, the Great Silver Fleet. Go back with us to the 40s and 50s when the airline went from fabric aircraft to metal aircraft. 
aviation was changing rapidly with modern transport aircraft. Episode 374, maybe this year, 2019, will be the year we can positively identify what happened to Amelia Earhart. Our topic, Life and Times of Amelia Earhart. Prior to her departure, she said, Please know I am quite aware of the hazards. I want to do it because I want to do it. Amelia Earhart, this month, July 2nd, 1937, Amelia Earhart was lost to the world, never to be found. Episode 375. We had the rare pleasure to interview a former Aeroflot pilot, Captain Valerie Kudyukov. Captain Val flew for the Russian airline Aeroflot for 27 years, and we brought him to the EAL radio uh, show microphone to answer questions in the EAL radio show studio. Val flew personnel out of Chernobyl. Episode 376. Our producer took on the task of putting Eastern Airlines history to music. Travel with us through the years of Eastern Airlines and enjoy the music of the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s as we play the most popular songs through the decades, all the while hearing what happening, what's happening with our beloved Eastern Airlines, a unique musical history of Eastern Airlines. Episode 378. When you think you've seen and heard it all, comes a news report we had to uh, bring to our listeners. We did a special report on the SeaTac Seattle International Airport tragedy. Several guests were brought on to talk about the how and why this tragedy, tragic event occurred when Horizon Airlines employee stole an aircraft and eventually crashed on a remote island in Puget Sound. Norma Jean. Episode 379 on the Eastern Radio Show. Most pilots remember that first flight, solo. Now it takes on a whole different meaning, solo. One pilot crew of a modern-day transport aircraft. You probably think that will never happen. Well, listen to our episode 379, and you will hear that there are some, there are some people trying to make this happen. It's a little scary, to say the least. Episode 380. We interviewed Keith O'Brien, author of Fly Girls, New York Times bestseller. Don't let the title fool you. It's nonfiction about the famous women aviators in the early days. Episode 381. Our mobile radio crew goes to Charleston, South Carolina, for the 2018 REPA convention at the Francis Marion Hotel. Your radio show hosts interview the retired Eastern pilots, wives, and friends on the convention floor. Your producer, Captain Neal, was honored by the pilot group into the REPA Hall of Fame. I have Episode 382, your luggage may have its own destination. Ever wonder why you and your luggage arrived at different destinations? What happens to lost forever baggage? The complete story of lost luggage and its final destination was the topic of the broadcast. A lot of humor came along with the facts. Uh, Episode 383, the Eastern Radio Show. As we do each year, the Eastern Radio Show Hall of Fame was broadcast in honor of Eastern Executive John P. Engel. John was presented posthumously as recipient for 2018. We honored John and his dedicated 41-year career with Eastern Airlines. Friends and family recalled their friendship and how he had affected their lives. Episode 384. Just when you think there are no more terrific war stories that have gone untold, along comes the escape artist. Neil Bascom has achieved that rare combination of impeccable research and a page-turning narrative. The latest bestseller from Neil Bascom, our guest, Arthur, for the broadcast. Episode 385, How Can You Miss Your Destination by a Continent Away? 
wrong way Corrigan did. What really went wrong here are the actual wrong way Corrigan himself to tell you in his own voice. Episode 386 of the Eastern Radio Show. The radio show had the pleasure to interview Mr. Edward Skip Booth, an aviation attorney and historian in tonight's broadcast. Hear what happens when claims are made by families of those victims in an air disaster. Hello, Fada. Here I am at Camp Granada. Camp is very entertaining. And they say we'll have some fun if it stops raining. I went hiking with Joe Spivey. He developed poison ivy. You remember. Episode 387. Hello, Mother. Hello, Father. This is a song about going off to camp. We did another brat show. This brat number three show was about growing up as an Eastern kid, which we affectionately call brat. Episode 388 of the EAL Radio Show. Bermuda Triangle Center. There is no Bermuda Triangle Center. Who is this, and what kind of games are you playing? Words that the crew on board Flight 388 wished they had never heard. Were they being taken over by some mysterious Bermuda Triangle Center? Rod Serling would certainly have been proud of this Twilight Zone-like episode. You'll be on the edge of your seat until the end of this mysterious eastern flight into the Bermuda Triangle. Episode 389, hostess, stewardess, flight attendants, history of the cabin crew. From flying hostess to flight attendant, we turn back the years to the first class of professionals we now call flight attendants. We start with the flying hostess, as Eastern called them, to stewardess, and we later knew them to be flight attendants. Episode 390, Lion Air, Veterans Day, and some EAL trivia were on the program from Monday, November 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We always take time to salute our veterans. Episode 391. This episode was about America's great humanitarian effort, the Berlin Airlift, with two special guests that are involved in the reenactment of this year's anniversary, 2019. Many Eastern employees were given leaves to join this post-World War II airlift. And episode 392. The AL radio show takes up the topic of Lion Air Flight 610 with special guests Christian Negroni, Carlene Pettit, and our hosts for a roundtable discussion. Norma Jean? Episode 393. Watch out, watch out, shouted First Officer Roger Holt. But it was too late as the Eastern Constellation and the TWA B-707 hit in midair. We pay tribute on the 53rd anniversary of this catastrophic accident between two airliners over the skies of Connecticut December 4th, 1965. Our special guest was the second officer on the Eastern Shuttle Flight, Captain Emil Greenway, and the first reporter on the scene, Mr. Dick Aaron of Ridgefield, Connecticut. Episode 394. Now, what in the hell are you doing? I'll tell you when you can do that. During this show, we shared what happens when tempers flare at 37,000 feet. Our hosts and listeners shared their stories of not getting along with their superiors. Thank goodness for CRM, which is Crew Resource Management. Episode 395, we're still at 2,000 feet, right? Hey, what's happening here? Remembering Eastern Flight 401, December 29, 1972, 46 years ago, an Eastern L-1011 crashed in the Everglades. We talked with a special guest that survived this horrific crash in the Florida Everglades. Episode 396, 
Christmas music and Eastern Airlines on Christmas Eve. It doesn't get any better. Neil chose some Christmas music to play on Christmas Eve, as he does each year. The host took the holidays off and back with you tonight for our first show in 2019. We hope you will stay tuned in 2019 for some great broadcasting for and about our favorite airline, Eastern. Neil? Well, you just, yeah, thanks so much, Norma Jean and all the hosts. Great job of about 50 episodes that were put on the air on Monday evenings, but a lot of our listeners don't know, we do a Thursday show as well. We do a show that uh, is uh, called From the Eastern Files, and it's History of Eastern Airlines. Usually these shows run about 30, 45 minutes, sometimes maybe a little longer, but um, uh, we do uh, some great Eastern history as far back as uh, Pitcairn days. And then on alternating Thursdays, by the way, these are uh, broadcast at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m., the old-time uh, radio review, uh, old-time radio show. And uh, these have really been uh, a lot of fun to do. Don Gagnon is a host of the Big Band era. And uh, here are a few sounds that uh, if you do tune in some of the episodes uh, on the, in the archive, you'll hear something like this. Presenting Hops Harrigan, America's ace of the airways. in the archive and listen to the big band series. We've done about 10 big bands, uh, Artie Shaw, Harry James, and uh, Lionel Hampton, and you just heard Glenn Miller, Tommy Dorsey, and Benny Goodman. Uh, wonderful listening. And with the big band series, we also, with each song that we play, tell what was happening in the property of Eastern Airlines. So it was a lot of fun doing that. We'll continue uh, this year doing that. And uh, if you'd like to join us, be happy to have you uh, with us. And we talk a little bit about uh, the uh, big bands as we play them. So that was uh, our 
year 2018. And with our host, as good as they are, I think we'll have another great year of broadcasting. Thanks so much to all of our hosts. Uh, some are not with us tonight, but uh, they make uh, the EAL radio show possible, along with our sponsors, REPA, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association. Guys, what do you think about uh, the 2018 topics? Uh, do you have any ideas what we should be talking about in 2019? Any ideas at all? I'd like to hear them. Well, this is Chuck. The other day, uh, there was an announcement on the national news that uh, the Chinese are going to send astronauts on the far side of the moon because nobody's ever been there. And that would be interesting to, to follow up on. I've been watching that on the Science Channel. And the other side of the moon is uh, different in its topography. So it'll be interesting to see what our moon looks like on the other side. Very good. I thought about removing the ashtrays from the armrest in the aircraft. <laughs> wonder if we can have a good <laughs> that would talk be a good one for that. many reasons. Yeah, yeah. But iPhone slot instead. Yeah. <laughs> that was my uh, job, by the way. What, cleaning yeah. ashtrays? No, taking them out of the airplane. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I'll be able to tell smelly. you. Yeah, I would right. be able to yeah. I would be able to tell you again about how I managed to quit smoking, which I love to talk about. <laughs> can we use a whole hour on that, Jim? <laughs> I could use part of one <laughs> with my grandmother on my case. <laughs> Neil. Yes, Jay. Would it be possible, uh, perhaps if it hasn't been done before, to do a show on the history of supersonic commercial flight on uh Concord, the TU-144, the Boeing SST project, and now this new uh, boom supersonic uh, project, which uh, they just got another $100 million in funding for, for a second-generation SST. And you could mix it in with Eastern's involvement, you know, having options at one time on both Concord and the Boeing SST <clears throat> before the uh, Boeing was canceled. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah, that's a great uh, that's a great idea. I've just put that down. I've got my pencil and paper here. Uh, that's a good one, Shay. And you are the proud owner of that beautiful, beautiful model of an Eastern SST, which never got in the air, right, Shay? Never got in the air. They canceled the program in '71, but that model is uh, the flagship of my fleet, and. Uh, I was kind of hoping I might have an opportunity to talk a little about it on that episode, so I'm not being totally altruistic suggesting it. <laughs> no, I've got that down as a definite possibility. All right. Any other shows anybody wants to talk about uh, possible? You know, uh, you can find all sorts of topics, and I cheat a little bit uh, when I put these things together. I cheat by going to my favorite uh, topic Finder, and uh, if you've never been there, you ought to try it sometimes. If you want to explore different areas of aviation, there's a website, and you can just type it in your browser. I don't know what the URL address is. Just type in Aviation Topics. That's all you need to type, Aviation Topics, and you'll find hundreds of them uh, when it pops up. And very interesting. So uh, go to that, uh, go to your browser and type in aviation topics, and and, and there will be some others there. But you'll find one. I think it's the default almost, and it just has hundreds, and it's alphabetized. About three pages of A's, two pages of B's, three pages of C's, and so forth, all the way down to Z. I've never gone that far down the list, but I'm sure there's some kind of Z aviation topic, if it's uh, there. So uh, great stuff there. And by the way, when you click in any of those topics, you'll find uh, uh, the text that uh, talks about the various topics. So 
sometimes I've resorted to not having any original ideas and just kind of browsing through that list of aviation topics. Great stuff there. You know, I Jim, first did we remember, ever, Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is that Jim? Yeah, did we ever do one on layovers? It seems like I think we did. I, I we might remember have. exactly. Yeah, that might have been the one that uh, we had the obscene call. I'm not sure. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that kind of layover. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I've got it down too. I've got it down because that's a great that would be a great topic, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure Chuck has been all around different locations so with maintenance, so he had his layovers too. So yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Good. Got it down. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. You know, our first member of the EAL Radio Show website in 2019 is a fellow named Earl Connell. Earl Connell, spelled C-O-N-N-E-L-L. He posts the following on his member profile page on the website. Uh, Norma Jean, would you read that, please? Yes, this was uh, from Colleen, and she talks about her father, Eastern Captain Earl Connell, Jr., He knew Captain Eddie personally, and he stood by to give blood after the crash at Candler Field. After World War II, Captain Eddie hired him as a pilot. Uh, He started his career at Eastern with with her dad's guidance and became a flight instructor with a CF-2 rating. She joined Eastern in 1968 as an agent in Atlanta, uh, she's a ATP certified A&P mechanic dispatcher and continues to hold an FAA flight instructor license. She's promoted to Miami headquarters in 1969, uh, where she managed aircraft weight and balance, aircraft performance, and airport analysis with the manuals and procedures and was also a member of a small team that designed Eastern's flight support computer programs, that is terminal weather, automated weight and balance, aircraft performance calculations, flight departure papers for every departing Eastern flight, and those of other airlines that contracted with us, with Eastern. Also served as passenger service manager in Atlanta for several years, then returned to Miami to support flight ops and system control, including dispatch. Also implemented the Eastern A300 Midnight Special Service. That was a cheap passenger and cargo service. Connected to Houston and opened and managed the Aircraft Weight and Balance Center in Atlanta and Miami and returned to Miami where she was responsible for quality assurance inspections and readiness domestic and international, in addition to previous positions. Also wrote the guide for handling aircraft accidents, subsequently copied by several other airlines. Participated in regulatory compliance issues and often successfully defended pilots' FAA potential violations. Also flew as a second officer and first officer for two years and managed Eastern's second officer program from Atlanta until the shutdown with 25 years service with Eastern. Uh, uh, Norma Jean, uh, let me finish this. Uh, By the way, this is uh, Earl Connell we're talking about. And Earl goes on to say, following the demise of uh, his uh, with Eastern, he scrambled for a job, declining jobs with Northwest Continental Micronesia, and he went to work for Evergreen International Airlines. He spent two years as a Boeing 727 and 747 flight engineer with ANP and 21 more years as a first officer on the DC-9, flying the mail, the net log air, and southeast Alaska. He flew the Boeing 747-100-200 for 21 more years, flying globally, supporting the wars in Afghanistan, Iraq, 
Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, uh, and Iraqi freedom. freedom. Um, and many more theaters, Pakistan, Korea, Guam, etc., as well as flying relief missions and commercial cargo flights out of China and Australia. Today, he is in his fourth quarter, I suppose meaning fourth quarter of life. I'm not certain what he's saying there. And adjusting the getting older as a town councilman, grandfather, Salvation Army volunteer, a marine sciences volunteer teacher, and helping young kids who want to get into aviation, the CAP, scouting, sport aircraft, military academics. Earl is the producer and host. We would like to invite you to share some of your experiences on the radio show this year. Don't be surprised if you hear from me inviting you to be on our show. That's our very first member signing up this year. So welcome aboard, Captain Earl Connell. Thank you so much for joining us. We're at three uh, 1,000... Nine members now. Jim Holder, I think you've got a footnote uh, about uh, Earl also. Yeah, yeah, Neil, I sure do. Earl Connell posted this additional note on the EL Radio Show website uh, on January 1st uh, at 12.49 a.m. Delighted to see my mentors being added to the memorial, Captain Hal Cook. Captain A. Sweezy, that would be Aubrey Sweezy, of course, at all. Surely miss all the innovations we developed together as the Eastern family. That's computer support application, especially for flight operations. And the wonderful service we gave as we became the largest airline in the free world. We lived in the glory days, and in most cases made those glory days happen. Thanks to all. Welcome, Earl Connell, member 1009. And our membership grows. Uh, we mentioned Dorothy and Don moving from Boynton Beach, South Florida, to Central Florida up by the villages where Chuck and his wife Patty live. Uh, we hope to have them back with us next week or the following week when that last box is unpacked, I guess. And she describes so many boxes. I think they had to rent another you haul it truck just to carry the package boxes. And uh, so I'm sure uh, uh, they uh, will be glad that uh, uh, to come back and join us again because Dorothy does so much work for us on the website and on the radio show. Thanks so much, Dorothy. Don, if you're listening. And um, let's see. I think anyone else have anything else to say? Oh, oh I do have another announcement. John McGee also came on the website and asked, does anyone have an address or phone number for a fellow named Dave Keller? He was an avionics technician in Department 698 in Miami, MIA. And if so, please send to me or advise Dave that I'm looking for him. don't know what that's all about. And he has a little footnote here. No, he doesn't owe me any money, so... If anyone out there listening knows uh, Dave, then uh, Dave Keller, then please notify us here at the radio show, and we'll get the word back to John McGee so they can uh, contact each other. Uh, That's a good thing about the website. We have the members listed there, and if you browse through 1,009 names, you're sure to recognize someone some of your colleagues that you worked with and uh, right there on that person's uh, profile, you can pin a note to that person and start up a communications with that person and uh, see how Neil, you... Neil, are you familiar with that uh, search, Zaba, Z-A-B-A? You can put no, anybody's name in Zaba. You can put anybody's name in there, and it'll give you name, address, where they've lived in their lifetime. Uh, they used to put age, and they uh, they took that off. Uh, they've got part of the phone number on there. That's the most amazing thing I've seen lately. 
Z-A-B-A. Z-A-B-A. Now, this is for anything, not just uh, aviation. Well, this for people's Eastern names. Airlines. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's for names okay. of people that are long lost or you can't find them. Okay, very good. Very good. Learn something every time we have a broadcast, don't we? There Do you, you know where Dave Keller has lived or Atlanta? No, or did, he didn't Miami. say anything except what I just read. That's all he said. So maybe okay. someone recognized in Department 698 and Avionics, I guess they had department numbers, didn't they, Norma Jean, since you worked down there in those buildings? Right. Yes, yes, yeah. I did. That's like building 21 or 22. You can relay that to uh, John McGee. Okay, very good. Chuck, what would you say? I said that the avionics department is on the top, on the floor of where the 727s and the DC-9s were overhauled. I used to work down there. All right, very good. Okay, well, here's what you're going to hear next as we are cleared to land. Captain, as usual, be sure to tune in next week, Monday, July 14th, when America's favorite way to fly returns to the cyber waves and other timely topics. The Compass and the Clock, a story written by the late Captain Bill Monroe. That's our show for tonight, folks. With this, we take a line from the stories of Lake Wobegon, where all the Eastern women are unequal, and all the Eastern flight attendants are way above airline standards, and all the men are good-looking, and all the Eastern children and Eastern grandchildren are way above average. Until then, we say, good night, Eastern family. Have a happy new year, and we love you, Eastern. Good night, Eastern. Good Good night. Good night. Good night. Roll Tide. Guys, like to see you. Here's a wish. Help me.